rocks on a quiet stream, fishing with his father, hockey on the ice pond, his first moments underwater in a wading pool. Then the passion that consumed him, compelled him through life, a life as a professional swimmer, racing with his friends in the ocean's rough surf, and always winning. Indoor pools at the YMCA, his earliest lessons and soon after, his first formal swim meet. The cheers of the crowd and the odor of chlorine in his nostrils like the breath of life. The faces of coaches and trainers and myriad competitors. Every face remembered. Endless meetings and practices. The tension and excitement of race day, followed by powerful surges of adrenaline, for bare moments in the water that became his sole reason for existence controlling his rhythm and holding back just a bit of extra energy for the finish. The roars of the crowds growing louder as the crowds themselves grew. Awards and honors. Oh, say can you see. Feeling the tug of heavy metals draped around his neck, the way they gleamed in the spotlights. Sitting around the kitchen table, talking to his folks about the greater goal, the worry but determination on their faces as they considered the costs, the struggles, the uncertainty of such an unimaginable future. Driving in his dad's old truck to statewide meets, his first time on a plane as he flew off to nationals, then his first trip overseas with his father to Europe, where he won and continued winning. So many meets, so many wins, so many steps along the way, all laid out like pages of an aged scrapbook that flipped rapidly across his vision. Then to Tokyo and the Olympic Village and the Parade of Nations, all passing by him with such detail, such clarity that he could remember the sounds and the smells as if he stood there now. And his eyes watered as he wondered where it had all gone, how it had slipped away too fast, too fast. Back home, with the parades and speeches, the handshakes and hugs, the looks of pride, admiration, and often jealousy. Those last looks were the ones he came to love the most, for they empowered him, gave him a sense of worth and accomplishment. And the women, lots of women. They had always come easily to him, attracted by his confidence, his skills, his lean body, his good looks— and that burst of unruly, always uncombed red hair that became his trademark. Even cut short for swim meets, it was noticeable, but after his retirement, he let it grow out again, and the women couldn't keep their hands off it. Through all the years of traveling, of broadcasting and commentating, of commercials and special appearances, milking his celebrity for every cent he could get out of it, his hair was his calling card. But in the end, it had not saved him. In fact, more than likely, it had, in some not-so-small way, led to this moment, his literal downfall. That almost made him laugh, as the hummingbird's wings beat a few more times, and the hard black rocks raced toward him with astonishing swiftness. He'd heard the rumors around town, the whispers, the surreptitious nods in his direction, the looks askance and the occasional finger-pointing when they thought he wasn't watching. 
Folks like to talk about the plethora of red-headed children around town, though no one ever said anything to him directly about it. And what problem was it to him anyway? Just because he never married and made little distinction between married and unmarried women? Were any of those kids his fault? But that hadn't stopped the threats, the lawsuits, the angry husbands, and sullen stares from jilted lovers. The worst were the clingy ones, who expected more from him than he ever wanted to give. Their emotions spun on a dime, moving from adoration to terrifying rage, with a speed that always left him cold and confused, cautious and ultimately uninterested in any form of intimacy and attachment. But again, that had been part of his attractiveness, what drew the women to him. There were many who accepted him for what he was, of course, and those were the ones who figured most prominently in his final thoughts. He recalled them all fondly.